0: And so, I'm making a movement. Well, I'm not making a movement. I don't want to do anything. I don't want (laughs) it. Not any serious steps. I'm just going to wear a red hat.
1: Hey, Roaches. I'm Todd Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty.
2: Hey, who said you could come in here?
1: Welcome to another edition of Thrifty Podcast, second-hand shopping for worm people. I'm your host, Toddy, and to my right, I'm welcoming back the co-host to the show, Josh Last Call Larkin. Josh, what
0: the heck is up, brother? It's good to be back. I was on a little mental sabbatical, but we had some great hosts in here in my stead. Mm-hmm. I played along last week when Ben debuted the game with you. Oh, the the guest last week, Ben Deedles of Neon Brainiacs, uh, helped me debut a new segment last week. I was incredibly proud that somebody won in my stead. And you can just take the W, you know, but... Yes, throw those W's up. That's the show. Everybody's welcome. Take the W. Yeah, I studied. I'm probably going to lose this week, but we brought our little uh, worm friend, Bryce. Bryce Katzman is back on the show with the
1: worm noises. The whole time, Bryce, how are you doing this evening? It's been so long since you've been on the show.
2: Namaste, boys.
1: So, Bryce, what have you been up to? You haven't been on the show for Uh. two months.
2: So so many adventures.
1: What do
0: you do? I I don't know what you do on a date. I I know that you work. Yeah, uh-huh. you're the Cosmo Kramer of the thrifty universe. Like Todd and I know that you make money somehow. We
1: huh? know that you work. Yeah, and we used to go to therapy together. We uh-huh. don't do that anymore. Right. So I don't know what do you what. What is a typical day in Bryce's life after work?
2: I just pretty much like stare at a wall. Really? Yeah, for
1: like five to six
2: hours a day. And then eat at some point. And then, yeah, eat, defecate, and then sleep. That's pretty cool.
1: That's about it, yeah. That's, you go and hike. You hike. I do. You do I hiking do. stuff. I do.
2: Okay. As long as it's ADA accessible, <laughs> I'm
1: good. Okay. Okay. Not, not bad. So we got a full house. We have Bryce. We have Josh. We have me. And we have another thrift haul. Now, Woo! Now, last week's thrift haul was quite meaty. That when we were filling up our thrift haul bowl, it overflowed into this week's. So last week, I got, a, I got around 20 different vintage sports posters wow. from the 90s, and that's actually where we're going to start this week with some vintage sports posters. And the reason why I save these is because it's... Would you say it's your favorite sport out of all the sports?
0: Well, yeah, and you save them because there's a whole fucking box of them. There's a ton of them. You, I had no choice but to save them. You could do a podcast on each one of these. They're so beautiful. But yeah, the two that you have saved this evening, I'm very appreciative. And I've already got dibs on one. Yeah, so you could have it. I, I'm, I'm really happy that, that these are here to mm-hmm. see.
2: I'm so, surprised that someone gave these away and they weren't scooped up immediately. They were they scooped were. up immediately. Like, were... So you got it as
1: soon as the bin came out? Yeah. That's wow. the game. That's the game. So, yeah. Do you, you've been to the Goodwill outlet. No. What is that? <laughs> <So> <laughs> when What's the Goodwill? He's been there. Nice he's, to been meet you, there. he's been there. He's been there. Speaking about the Goodwill outlet, so what happens for folks of you new to the show who haven't heard before, we do shop by the pound. So what happens is there's these big blue bins that come out that's filled with stuff. It goes onto, like, a warehouse floor, and you dig through it, and you buy stuff by the pound. So when this new bin change came out, there was just a bunch of posters, and I quickly grabbed them up. So what we're looking at is vintage Pittsburgh Penguins hockey posters. Uh, So they were back-to-back Stanley Cup champions in 91 and 92, um, so two dream teams right in a row. Um, and Josh, I'm sure you have like a little bit of history of, uh, your memories of, of some of 92.
0: Yeah. The, the way I got into hockey because in 92, like 91, 92, the two championships, I was seven and eight years old. Mm -hmm. So like as, as you can't really be into much, like in that era, the internet didn't exist. Like, you could be into like uh sure. creepy crawlers. Yeah. I was into creepy crawlers, you could crawlers. like
1: it, but it, you're uh, the, the investment type yeah. piece.
0: But then, uh, for Sega Genesis, mm-hmm. they started to make the hockey games, mm-hmm. and that was a pivotal moment in my hockey. That is how I got into hockey was the hockey video games on Sega because. They were the best. You could fight later on, uh, and they were very simple but really nostalgic. And that's how I learned the Penguins because mm, okay. I, uh, for a period of time, I had lived in Michigan, right. and then we moved back around ninety two, and so ninety three that hockey game came out. I was like, oh, these guys are back to back champions. And then I learned everything. I understand. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't participate live, but yeah. after the investment
1: wasn't there, but it, it caught when you got the video game. There was more of an appreciation because you're like, well, we do kick, the Penguins kick ass. Clearly, they just won twice in a row. We
0: had, yeah, we had just moved back to PA. I had gotten the game. I was like, these guys are not that far away. Mm-hmm. This sport is awesome. These guys are awesome. And here we are many years later. And I, yeah, fuck, yeah. And, Now Mario owns the team. Like, oh, this is a huge saga. I mean, they can make a story just of my hockey fandom and Mm -hmm. people more important. And that's what the first part of the show is going to be. So uh, the first poster
1: I have on my left here, it's a team poster. And it says Penguins back-to-back champs. And it has actual photographs from the night they won the cup. Um, And then the other poster, as we were talking about a little bit, is Mario Lemieux, the known captain of the Pittsburgh Penguins for a long ass time including the early 90s
0: I love how yinzeri you say Mario's name too mm-hmm. I don't know if you're away you, Mario it's Mario It's it, what did I say You call him Mario It's Mario Lemieux yeah, me, yeah that old Mario
1: Weird weird I would say Mario It's Mario It's Mario Lemieux but the the thing is I'm so engulfed in Pittsburgh culture that I don't know that I'm saying it. Uh-huh. There's a lot of words that I say like I don't say in this part of the world we say pop instead of soda. Right. I say soda, but there's other things in sta- in, instead of saying up there, yeah, Pittsburgh culture says up air. And, and you I, all yeah. do
2: not say to be like this needs to be washed. You would say this needs to
0: There is a cutout of to be. I'm not even that yinzerian. Maybe I say Mario's name wrong, but mm-hmm. yeah, I say soda, you know, yeah. like it's all, it's a mismatch of everything. Cause a lot of people from Pittsburgh aren't from, but you've got the old McKeesport.
1: Yes. So a little bit outside, but so we're going to take a look, um, based on these posters, we're going to take a look into Pittsburgh Penguins history. If we're looking at the night, the 1990, 1991 Pittsburgh Penguins, before the season, they hired coach Bob Johnson, and he previously coached the Calgary Flames because the Penguins were doing so-so, a coaching change they thought could, uh, could be new blood to, to the people on the team. So Mario Lemieux missed. You do it how you want to do it. I'm not going to change anybody. So Mario Lemieux, uh, as we mentioned, he was the captain of the Pittsburgh Penguins. But he missed the first half of the season due to a crippling back injury that would come. It would it would be a part of his basically his whole career, um, going back and forth. But uh, the big thing that allowed them to actually make the playoffs, which would be you know obviously the first step of of winning the Stanley Cup, is they were battling for a playoff spot and they made a blockbuster deal, which sent John Cullen, Zarley Zalapski, Jeff Porter for Ron Francis, Alf Samuelson, and Grant Jennings. So oh. the boys were here.
0: Alf. Ulf was one of my all-time favorites. And even still to this day, Ulf's boy plays. And I just immediately love him because he's Alf's boy.
1: And Ron Francis, uh, a center that played for the Pittsburgh Penguins, was a longtime center after this, too. So we got two key pieces to not only the, that current Pittsburgh Penguins team, but future Penguins.
0: Especially, yeah, I won't spoil.
1: Yeah. Um, so they uh, had the opportunity then with the new cast in. They actually finished 9-3-2 and two and won their first division championship. So not only did they make the playoffs based on this trade, but they also won the division for the first time in the Pittsburgh Penguins history. So it was a big deal. So that's why there was a whole bunch of merchandise like these posters that we're looking at because it was a big deal, mass-marketed, everything like that. Um, that year, Kevin Stevens and Mark Reckey both had 40 goals apiece, and a rookie by the name of Yarmir Yager had
0: 27 goals. Yarmir was a huge huge pickup
1: mm-hmm.
2: and
0: like with the core from the trades and francis mario coming back like mm-hmm. you really in hockey you only really need like three good players a and line a is what they would call it yeah. yeah you need a line or you can even stagger your lines but you need like two good offensive players a good defensive player and a goalie to be like you know, a contending yeah, hockey to at least
1: team. make it to the make it to the at playoffs. the bare
0: minimum. Yeah. that's what you need. And the Penguins had that and much much more.
1: Yes. So with uh, rookie Yamir Yager, for fans not uh, knowledgeable about hockey, he later became a pivotal uh, hockey player in the city of Pittsburgh and uh, basically tag team with Mario to a lot of uh, a lot like a lot of playoffs wins, everything like that. But this was his rookie year. He came out. Um, the haircut that I'm sporting right now, very similar to the Yamir's. You
0: do have a, a Yager kind of cut. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he, he just retired not all that long ago. Well, he didn't really retire, but he's he's not playing. But he, you know, f- for the longevity, the mullet didn't stick around. But the, the notoriety of the mullet stuck around with his career the entire time.
1: So with... The Penguins making the playoffs. Um, in the first round, they beat the New Jersey Devils uh, in the division semifinals. Next round, in the division finals, they beat the Washington Capitals. And in the conference finals, they beat the Boston Bruins. And one of the most memorable games in Pittsburgh hockey history, at home in Game 6, they defeated the, Mo- the Minnesota North Stars 8-0, to to win the Stanley Cup Finals, and Mario Lemieux, the MVP. 8 nothing, 8-0. 8-0 game 6, home game.
2: Yeah. At the Igloo. Yeah. yeah.
1: What were you doing in 1991 and 1992? I was in prison. You were in prison? Yeah. Oh, I was sick. like 11. Oh, okay. Uh, what were you doing when you were 11?
2: Uh, probably trying to like stay up late to watch uh, Cinemax After Dark.
0: Okay.
1: So not a hockey fan, then. <laughs> okay. Eleven. Yeah. Wow,
0: Cinemax at eleven.
1: Staying up late at eleven years old? You were a bad, bad boy, it yeah, sounds like. You're a right. bad kid. It's hard
0: to stay up late when you're an early boy like that.
1: Yeah. Um, so that was uh, uh, the Mario Lemieux poster was from that year. And the back-to-back champs year, uh, this poster here, was from the next Penguins team. Now, this next Penguins team, um, unfortunately, had another coaching change because Bob Johnson, he stepped down because he had cancer. Unfortunately, he passed away. So the year was dedicated to Bob Johnson because Bob Johnson came in, coached them for one year, and then, uh, well, unfortunately, he got sick. And so it was dedicated to him. And uh, this team had a lot of the same trials and tribulations as past Penguins team. So they were kind of so-so. Uh, uh, Lemieux, back injury, another year of a back injury. So he was still uh, ailing with that. But they made a blockbuster trade this year. They traded Mark Reckey to the Flyers for Rick Talkett, uh, another Samuelson, and Ken Reget, which was uh, the goalie. So he backed up the the goalie. So another blockbuster trade, and another time the Pittsburgh Penguins entered the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and Tockett ended up eventually coaching for the Penguins. It, it, these guys, Key like, pieces, yeah, Key pieces. These guys were like they stuck around. They they were uh, you know were just really dedicated to mm-hmm. doing this Pittsburgh hockey. Yeah, basically. because Badger Bob had passed away. Everybody was like we got to do it for Bob and like mm-hmm. the team rallied. It was really like mighty ducks, but with a dead person.
1: Yeah. So Bob came in, nailed it. So they had to nail it again. So they made the playoffs with that. The second blockbuster trade, uh, they defeated the Washington capitals in the division semifinals, the New York Rangers in the division finals, the Boston Bruins in the conference finals and the Stanley cup they brought home again against the Chicago Blackhawks, and they swept the series. And what that means to sweep a series is they had to
0: beat the Blackhawks four times in a row, and they did do that. And that's, you have to think, incredibly hard. That's the best team in the other, and they they couldn't win at all. They had four chances to pull off one victory, and the Penguins just squashed them. In the finals. And they actually uh, set a
1: record the Pittsburgh Penguins that year, 11 straight playoff wins. 11 straight, including the finals. Have you had an 11 streak of anything,
0: Bryce? I haven't.
2: No. I don't know that
1: I've had 11 consecutive good days in a row.
0: (laughs) Oh, not not that I can remember. No. I may have, like, I might have been a baby and then, like... (laughs) These blocks are amazing for, for 11, eleven straight days, days. You're yeah. like, baby, yeah. baby. But even then, you're shitting your pants every day, so it can't be that great.
1: Yeah, but I, see, the shitting pants days, like, you don't
0: mind. I guess a baby doesn't mind shitting yeah, themselves. Yeah, it really, it's like a I mean, weird like, thing. It's, it's like uncomfortable, a, but once it's off, there, you're all right.
1: Yeah, it's like a weird built-in thing that it's just like I'm not going to move, and I'm going to like I'm going to poop or pee, and I'm I, not going to move. I have
2: friends who have kids, and they tell me stories where like. When their kid knows they're going to shit their pants, they go like to a s- secret spot, like their little shit spot. Yeah,
1: that's fun. Like a yeah. little like crouching over in the corner yeah, and just letting yeah. Them loose. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do that some nights as well. That's so, the,
0: yeah, it's the, that corner. That's why it's clear. The
1: shit corner? <laughs> yeah, it's the shit corner over there. So these were our uh, vintage hockey posters from 19, uh, the 1990s. And again, the, the poster haul that we got last week, there's still more posters, so I'm going to have to space them out episode to episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's poster season. How many did you get about? Uh, about 20. Holy shit. Yeah, and so there's all different kinds. We have basketball, hockey, football, Star Trek. Do people buy them? Like They yes. sell pretty well? Yeah, um, with, it, with the 90s fashion being very in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the show last week, we had a David Robinson poster that's mm-hmm. a Nike ad, Yeah, and everybody wants it. So I'm going to have obviously I'm going to sell it so I could make rent because that's what I do. You might need that. Yeah, because that's what I do. It's a beautiful
0: poster, though, and it just screams like ninety three, ninety
1: four. So we did go to the Goodwill outlet today. Josh and I Bryce did not come, but Bryce is here this evening. I was there in spirit. He was there in spirit. Um, so today what Josh and I did, um, it was a little bit drier than last week at the Goodwill outlet, but we did find a couple of cool things. And I got to say, you were the hot hand. You basically found everything.
0: I found some stuff as, you know, cause you and I have been, we've been doing it, you know, yeah. we've had this, this relationship for a while where yeah. we go well, out, we know, you know, what our eyes are looking for. So a lot of times I'll find stuff. I'll hand it over to you. There was a shirt that was beautiful but unfortunately mm-hmm. fit you like a clothes hanger and it didn't look, you know, great but we did find some good stuff that we was out there. We did find
1: some good stuff. Um, yeah that shirt unfortunately it was like a blue button down shirt with flowers and it fit my body and it well it fit my like tummy area and my arms but my chest it like it was so f- like floppy up top it, like, it looked like my chest was just like hanging
0: on. It was a really flimsy material and a really heavy collar, and it was like it drug it down. I never thought about that. Yeah, that material was like like one ply, and the collar was like a stiff like cardboard mm-hmm. thing. So, yeah, so that's yeah. probably
1: why. But what we did find, and Josh found this to add to my mini collection that I have, is a plush Monster Mutt Monster Truck. So it even rhymed there. So it's pretty, it's pretty hard to forget. Originally, when Thrifty, uh, the first 20, 30 episodes probably, uh, the cover art for episode one was me sitting on my old stairs holding two plush monster trucks. And one of them was Gravedigger, and the other one was a, uh, a different version of Monster Mutt. So this goes back way to episode one, sitting on the stairs uh when i
0: back when i lived in an attic hole a hole in an attic yeah and th- i thought of that initially but the thing we you talk about a lot of times is you know like people don't often think that you would be into football mm-hmm. i think monster trucks is the more glaring thing that you're into <laughs> that people wouldn't expect you to be into monster but trucks you were into monster trucks. and Into monster trucks. There are at least seven like memorabilia pieces of monster trucks, whether they're stuffed or the pennants around. Yeah, so- there's
1: pennants hanging up here. We, we've got three monster truck pennants in eyesight here. We do have uh, El Toro. We do have Grave Digger. Um, those are both vintage 90s. Uh, Medusa is late 90s. And Medusa um, is under my Charles Barkley pennant, which we had on the show a little bit
0: earlier, too. Yeah. So when I saw Monster Mutt, I immediately – I thought it was a stuffed dog initially, and I went to move it, and I was like, oh, a stuffed shit. stuffed dog with wheels. It has wheels. This, and then you I saw – it that every I was, day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there were some other little monster truck bits in there. So it was another little monster truck kid mm-hmm. who's going to grow up to be Toddy one me, day. Me, yeah. Uh-huh. If
1: anybody grows up to be me, that sucks. Sorry. Is Bigfoot
0: still around? Bigfoot's still around, of course. Yeah, you can't. Bigfoot, well, Bigfoot and Gravedigger are yeah, yeah, will never go away. If
1: Bigfoot and Gravedigger like were like we're done doing this, it it's collapse. over. It's, it's a sport. It's those over. those are the only two I remember. Yeah, well, they're still around, so they're still doing it. And there's been several Gravediggers. There's been several Bigfoots, both drivers and trucks. Uh, Different models. I think we talked about Gravedigger extensively once. Yeah,
0: I think my favorite monster truck. There was one. I think its name was Samson. Yeah, with the arms. The arms, yeah, and that was my shit. I was like Samson because it was like it always looked like it was gonna punch the hill, and then it would just drive over the hill.
1: Um, But something I could remember from being a kid going to see monster trucks do that is when the monster truck would rev up and go and do the jump. When it was in midair, all you could see is flash bulbs, like mm. everywhere, just like flash, flash, flash. And I used to get the biggest kick out of that. I wasn't taking pictures myself, but looking at the stadium, looking at the trucks was for some reason my thing. I like seeing the lights flicker.
0: I remember the light flicker is like a very distinct, like Mm -hmm. nineties arena thing. I remember going to see wrestling shows,
1: all lights flickering. And
0: like, you know, Ricky Steamboat jumps off the top rope and the lights go everywhere. And like, that's a cool moment. If you've ever, I'm, I love it. But if I'm in a domed stadium
1: and there's something that has to do with everybody doing some kind of light thing, got to say top 10, Top 10 things in my life that I like. Like in that moment, seeing all these people react like that puts me in a good mood. Puts me in a good
0: mood. That's why I like hockey. There's always a cool little light show beforehand. They and the lights go out and flicker everywhere. And the, the new ice yeah, would be down there. people have seizures, and then they, like, blow smoke, and everybody skates out. In San Jose, they come out of a huge fucking shark head. Shark like, head. There's theatrics, mm-hmm. and then they skate on ice and shoot mm-hmm. bucks.
1: Monster Mutt was a truck from West Chicago. It debuted in 2003, and it was styled after a 1950s Mercury. Um so it, it's a it's a I don't know ca- what that is. It's a it's a car. Oh. it's
0: a car. You're talking about style for a fucking planet. But
1: uh so yeah, it has a canine motif, so it has like big ears, tail, tongue, on wheels, and nowadays, uh currently from two thousand sixteen on, Monster Mutt has a Dalmatian look. So it's wow. a Dalmatian mutt, eventually. Not this one, this is earlier. But it's but- a Dalmatian now.
0: Technically, I don't want to argue semantics over monster trucks, but if it's a Dalmatian, mm-hmm. it's not a mutt. Like, mm-hmm. a mutt is like the mixed dog. Like, yeah, a right. Dalmatian's a Dalmatian. <laughs> like,
1: it's a, a mutt's like a scruffy dog. It's just like. Yeah,
0: if you painted it the wrong color and still put spots on it, then it's a mutt. But so, like, it's
1: more so the new truck you, you think is more of a dangerous Dalmatian.
0: It's, yeah, just like a, a bootleg Disney dog. Mm-hmm. And they can't get the right, so they're like, oh, it's a mutt mm-hmm. still.
1: So you could get your own monster mutt for like $20. Does this have Confederate are
0: stripes are on the back of it? Like the blue Confederate line? No, it has a line? collar. Oh, okay. So you thought it had the Dixie flag. I thought it was like, yeah, I, I couldn't tell that the line was curved. I thought it was, you know, the sharp Dixie line. It mm-hmm. did look
1: like that. So Bryce, we, are, we were talking about what we did when uh, we were growing up. What was your thing that you did? Did you go to monster truck shows? I like wrestling, actually. You did? Yeah. I'd, Didn't but, you like but, know some wrestlers or something? Uh, Mike Quackenbush?
2: I did... Yeah, when I was in college, I wrestled a l- Like, did a little bit of backyard wrestling with Mike
1: Quackenbush. What did you do with the kids in the neighborhood when you were younger? Like, did you... Oh,
2: we used to, um... What we would like to do is go to, like... Walk to, like, the candy store, and we would get, like, Skittles or, uh, Smurfs, and then we'd go to, like, an Overpass. Smurfs.
3: Yeah. What's... And-
0: Candy Smurfs or no, like Smurfs? the
2: actual like little Smurfs, the little okay. figurines. I yeah. know what you're talking about. We okay. had to shitload them. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly that what you're was like about. the big thing, but mostly we would go to like a overpass and throw like Skittles at cars and stuff. Oh, sick dude on the freeway. Skittles, looks... wasting Skittles. I don't. Yeah, I don't. That know. That seems cool as hell. We could have just used rocks, I guess. But <laughs> that that seems cool as hell, dude. Maybe we thought we were giving them like a like a like a. They won't be. Day. They won't
0: be mad if it's candy. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, for sure. And I guess rocks, like, do more damage. Right. Stuff Plus, like it's that.
0: cooler, like, if you're in a car, I would rather get hit with Skittles, because if it does damage, at least you have, like, a little flash of color. Yeah, I like, lived a little, right like, next like, to fireworks. a highway. A little fun. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: like to, I li- we lived right next to a highway, so we did it, like, that was an endless source of entertainment of, like... When the snow came, like, throwing snowballs onto the freeway was... A- anything. Just throw anything onto the freeway. Yeah, pretty much. That was pretty cool. Causing traffic accidents. Yeah. <laughs> you're and then me. also, I grew up around the time when Cropsey, that documentary... Oh, yeah. So yeah. you're a Cropsey kid. So that was really good for my mental health. Did you ever throw a Smurf? Did you ever throw a Smurf at a car? I was wondering. I don't know. That seems crazy considering we were, like, obsessed with, like, the... You know how back in the day they used to have those catalogs where you would know, like, the different mm-hmm. kinds... Like we were very aware of which ones we had and which ones we weren't. So wanted. you're not gonna throw. There them. were
0: so many to keep track of. There yeah. were yeah, and, the, and you, then the houses and shit. Yeah, they they had the little villages or well, yeah, not the village. It was it was the village. Yeah,
2: yeah, and also VHS. I mean, we would walk to VHS stores. And, like, on a weekend, it would be nothing to watch, like, five VHS movies. Wow.
1: Yeah. I can't sit still for one. That's awesome, though. Yeah. So you would just burn through movies. And you're a movie fan now, so that's probably yeah. what that's from. Yeah, it's funny that we would watch, like, ultra-violent, like, the, Kung, like the ninja movies. Mm-hmm.
2: They were like, blood and gore, and it'd be like a, a birthday party. would be like, hey, let's some cake. And they'd be like, blood and gore,
1: birthday like, bones. Yeah, they'd be like, then just somebody and brings a eye. bag of smurfs and it's like fuck yeah a yeah. yeah. bunch
0: of 8 year olds <laughs> chanting around Ichi the killer so yeah. you were like a cro-
1: cropsy era did yeah. you have, did you know any like did you know any cropsy kids
2: i was i grew up 2 blocks from where it all happened
1: really so like it was
2: an abandoned uh, mental hospital that was like 2 blocks from my houses. so like if we were playing sports or whatever on the street you would see the incinerator chimney in the distance always Oh. So this place was two blocks away, and it was like the place where people would go to, like, because it had been shut down at one point. Um, an interesting sidebar is that Geraldo Rivera went undercover in the mental hospital. I
1: feel like I saw
2: that. Yeah, he like, showed yeah. the fact a that documentary it was or something.
1: Yeah.
0: He's such a piece of shit.
2: So I mean, it was crazy. And then when that, all that happened, I mean, that we had a real life boogeyman, basically. Whoa.
1: So that really did a nice. That, that, that was really helpful. Yeah. That mine. makes a that makes a lot of sense to so, – Throwing skittles and collecting smurfs. Oh yeah, was like the most innocent like there was thing you nothing. could do. And then yeah.
2: we were, I grew up also in the age of like uh, satanic panic. Uh huh. So there was like that, that was whole so thing cool. too. Like, because in where I lived, there was those like weird city parks every so often. So you thought like in that park, like could be, could be that going on either that, or you'd see like, um, discarded porno mags. Okay. And that's a whole other following. It's a whole other community. So my life was very like clean and like healthy and (laughs) with like
1: rigid, dark parts, like fine, fine. Whoa. Cropsy fine, 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 fine. Like perverted, gross. Yeah. Scary (laughs) and fine. Yeah. No Satan, no Cropsy. Mm -hmm. So Josh, you actually got some stuff today as well for your thrift haul. Do you have a couple of hats over here?
0: Yeah, we're expanding the vintage hat collection. So a lot of Now times, we're
1: both doing it.
0: Uh, yeah, a lot of times I go for the vintage uh, you know, sports hats. I have a couple of vintage Penguins hats. Mm. I have my vintage wrestling hat from Wrestle Rock. Uh, but these ones are really... Un- well, this one is unidentifi- un- Unidentified. unidentifiable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a red hat with a red patch sewn onto it that says...
1: Brewing.
0: Brewing, and it's the old style with the the white, uh, you know, like cord across the front of it. On and the bill, I mentioned to you, I'm bringing red hats back.
1: Red hats. I don't You're want taking back red hats. I
0: don't want the. I think there's an inclination when we see a red hat to be like, Ugh. and I don't want that to exist. I want us to be able to see enough red hats that don't make us cringe, mm-hmm. that we can get to a place where we see a red hat and we just go. That's it's like
1: one of those things you don't even have to talk about. If you see a red hat, you're like, I know, I know what the game is here.
0: Yeah. And so I'm making a movement. Well, I'm not making a movement. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> not any, any serious yeah.
2: steps. I'm just going to wear a red hat, basically, yeah. is what I'm going to do. And feel good about yeah. it. Yeah,
0: and if somebody is like, hey, and I'm going to be like, no, no, no. Check it out. No,
2: what you should do is you wear it like um, over the top, like backwards. And then when people are like, oh, no, not you. And then you turn around and you're like, no. Brewing.
0: I already have another red hat, and that never happens. Although I do have a neighbor who is inclined to like red hats. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think if I wear it on my porch, he comes over quite frequently. He likes my dog. Uh, So I think if I wear it enough on the porch, he's going to be the first person who might be like, I like your hat. And if it's backwards, I'm going to be like, what the fuck? Uh, The other one though, this one uh, is a hot, hot item. Okay. Uh, There was already, I I got a a bid on this before we even started. I posted a picture. And somebody already put a bid on this hat. Somebody was mentioned. they were like, I'd like that. And I was like, cool. Wait until after Sunday, things go up. But Uh somebody's first in line. But anybody who would be interested, this is a lovely Fort Knox, Kentucky hat Mm -hmm. with a tank in the middle. It's Fort Knox, a tank in the middle, and then Kentucky. And it's a brown hat with like a cream panel.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. It has like the the poofy front white white cream uh, panel, and then the tank, everything like that, like a nice trucker cap.
0: Yeah, and both of these hats are like right around the same era, and they're both super comfy. Mm-hmm. Um, I let you try on the broom, but if you'd like to, yeah, let me throw this guy on because you know
1: I have, I have. So this was. Okay, Speedway. I, I actually know the brand. That's like an older brand.
0: Yeah, I don't know if this one is the same. If this one's all no, this one's not Speedway. This one is a uh, Challenger that nice caps. Snap
1: to it, like where where it snaps. You could hear it snap. Yeah.
0: Do you
2: remember when they had magnetic hats?
1: Yes. Those are gone. Those are gone for a big reason. Like who wanted that? Did you have a
2: magnetic hat? I probably did. <laughs> no. My head like probably broke the magnet. Oh. I
0: remember when I thought a hat was fancy if it had the leather one with the little like metal slide. Oh. That's when you knew a hat was fancy. When it was like oh, that little clip. It doesn't have like some of mine do. Yeah, you're like oh, oh step back there, fancy hmm. boy. But yeah, the uh, Fort Knox, Kentucky hat. And the brewing hat were really nice additions. Uh, and
1: if you take a look at the cover art of this week's episode, you will see the brewing hat, on the red brewing hat from Josh, who's taking back red hats. One hat at a time.
0: Just wearing a red hat. And not ta- <laughs> I am not taking them back. There's people, no revolution. There are other people probably doing that with like a hashtag. I'm just, I got a red hat today. Red I really hat. like it. I'm going to wear it and fuck that guy. Mm-hmm.
1: Attitude. Attitude, it's the right attitude. I
0: got the right attitude. Wow,
1: wow! So that was our thrift haul for today. We had the vintage hockey posters, we had uh the vintage mutt monster truck, and then we had two vintage hats by Josh. And when we come back after the break, we're going to do, uh, the new game last week was the first week. So we're going to do thrifty, trivia, trivia,
0: but this will be Josh's first time through. How are you feeling? Not great. Um, I mean, I, I have no bravado about this to start. I mean, like if we get close to the finish and it's gotten competitive, but I want to come into it. I want to do, you know, like the handshake. This is a, a ring of honor mm-hmm. when we go through this, uh, I played along last week, and I told you, of all four questions, I got one right. One right, and so, I got one out of two. Yeah, I'm not feeling great about this, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, let's try it out. That's every day of my life. Not feeling great, but let's look forward to it. And if you get 11 good days in a row, you are king. Oh, well, you win the championship,
1: obviously. <laughs> Pretty much. So before the questions, before the second half of our show, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Stick around.
3: Mr. Mutt-Rottweiler in action at the Carrier Dome in Syracuse. I'm Scott Douglas, three-time Monster Jam World Champion, driver of the legend Adam Anderson alongside, and a former Team Gravenegger driver, Rod Schmidt, has really taken to his new assignment his opportunity to have his own persona. This, this is Rod's team now, rather going to be a part of that huge Gravenegger team, and He's uh, really taken to it in the Rottweiler camp. Absolutely. You know, the look of that trunk is, is very awesome. I love it. My kid loves it. All the kids love it. And, and the driving style that Rod has, it fits that truck. And he, he's showing it to all these Monster Jam fans right now. Good reset for you. the score to beat is now at 24 as Mark McDonald at El Toro Loco has moved into the number one spot. Rod's got some great momentum right now, some good air. We're going to be looking for those cross threads, these obstacles. They're getting wore down a little bit now that we're getting towards the end of the run. So in, in turn, not, you're not going to be as big, but the speed can be carried faster. Great cross thread up the front side of the van there. Nicely done. And, and you can tell Rod's got a plan. He's kind of attacking his segments here. He is, just like I said to Oh, 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 it! There it is. That's what we like to see. Best save of the night so far, and that will impress the judges. It certainly has got a buzz out of this crowd. He's attacking this thing from every which way. He knows, he's a veteran. He sees what's happening with this track, and he knows he can take those chances and be able to hopefully make his way out of it with that great save. He will now head into BKT Tires Bonus Time with, you would think, a chance. And get some bonus points to get the lead here. He's in the game anyway, that's for sure. He's already had a great wow factor. We're gonna need to see another one for this bonus time right now to get his score bumped up as high as possible. And again, that's the thing about bonus time. You only got 30 seconds. You gotta make it happen here. To add up to five points from the bonus judge who's separate from the regulation judges. He, the, the bonus time, he, he's doing an awesome job. He's doing an awesome cross great momentum, but we need that wow factor. There,
1: not bad right there. 25 is now the score to meet for the monster The second half of the show starts. That was a personal bumper I just made. Um,
0: I like that. The impromptu toddy freestyle.
1: Yeah, didn't know where that sentence was going until I finished it. Welcome back to the second part of the show. Mark Mothersbaugh, watch out. And Bryce Katzman is here with us. We're here with Josh Larkin as well. And uh coming up a pretty tense segment. We haven't gone one on one since podcast night at
0: the Tolman number two, and I was victorious. You were, and the last time we played a game, I don't know if anybody was listening or not listening or watching the live stream or not. We kissed as yeah, the end yeah. of our wow. official season two. There's been some intern interim shows. Yeah. Uh, but I'm happy to be back playing a game against you one on one.
1: Yeah, from the last time we kissed, from the last time you were on the show till now, in in the interim, there was a
0: kiss that happened. We killed all every bit of animosity that had built up with a kiss through, yeah, the the vintage versus modern. so that was sealed, signed, delivered, dead. Mm-hmm. And now we move on to the new game.
1: And so we would
0: probably have to do more
1: than kissing to end this feud that's starting tonight. That's why I brought Bryce. Yeah, Bryce is here too. He's my surrogate bottom. So we call this... I'm a power top. Thrifty. Thrivia. Trivia. Check. One, two. Thrifty. Thrivia, trivia Trivia. So for new listeners to the show, what we do at this game, we ask questions to the other people on the podcast based on our thrift haul. and it could be direct questions about uh, the things we have. It could be loose questions, but it's multiple choice, A, B, and C, and D is always, Josh, tell the fans.
0: None of the above.
1: None of the above. So Bryce, I don't you don't have questions since you uh, didn't go thrifting with Josh and I today, but you will be playing the first question that I have. Um, and since we did uh, some vintage sports posters, vintage Pittsburgh Penguins, that's where my questions come.
0: I feel like you're really gonna bring it because if they're hockey questions and you know I'm into hockey. I feel like you're really going to step up the trivia game.
1: Um, I don't know. I honestly, to be very real, I can't tell if these are softballs or like you're not going to get them. I can't tell. Um, so the first question, Josh, the Pittsburgh Penguins were back to back Stanley Cup winners in 1991 and 1992. Which of these professional hockey players was on the Pittsburgh Penguins in 91, but not in 1992? Now, the caveat is there was actually like a handful of players, but um, I limited it to 25 games and above.
0: Okay, Okay. Because there
1: was people who played on the first year's team that didn't the next, but it was like, you know, two, three games. So the... What I picked from was 25 games and above.
0: It's cute that my first question already has caveats. Mm-hmm. So, let's, all right, well, hit me with the multiple choice, and we'll, we'll get we'll into it. We'll go with
1: you, and then I'll get Bryce's answer next. So, we'll, 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 make, we'll put you on the spot first. So, who was on the Pittsburgh Penguins in 1991 for the Stanley Cup championship, but not in 92? A, Rob Brown. B, Troy Loney. C. Jeff Daniels and not the comedian. Caveat, it wasn't the comedian. D. None of the above. Rob Brown, Troy Loney, Jeff Daniels. He was on the team in 91 but not 92 for that second cup.
0: Oh, this is this is a tough one. They're all wingers, by the way. I feel I feel like I'm best to to just trust my gut because the more I think about it I don't think being analytical is gonna help me all that much because I didn't look into this. I knew that there were posters, but I didn't want to. So I didn't Well, you look didn't know back. what the questions are going to be. Yeah, too. and I didn't look back on anything. But I'm gonna go with B, Troy Loney.
1: Troy Loney, okay. Bryce,
2: I have no idea, but I also. That name, when you said Troy Loney or whatever, is Leone, mm-hmm.
1: I Loney. wanted to
2: go with him as well.
1: So you're both going B. Troy Loney was on the Penguins in 91, but not 92. Correct.
0: I feel like you should have gone A or C. No, that's fine. I feel bad, just... No, I just feel bad that Bryce came along with me because I think I'm wrong.
2: Oh, I, don't, I wouldn't know the difference. That name just <laughs> sounds the... right and wrong. That name just seems like the, the right answer.
1: Well unfortunately the answer is A Rob Brown so you are both incorrect they nice. were all wingers they were all they all played the wing huh. So Troy Loney was on 91 and 92 Jeff Daniels 91 and 92 it was Rob Brown he wasn't there and I said that uh, we're we're looking at the class twenty five games played and above. Yeah, he played twenty five games.
0: Right on there, we're just coming in right at the cut. All mm-hmm. All right, well, did so 0 any, for
1: one for both of
2: you. Did you have an inkling that it was Rob Brown or no? No, okay. no, he
0: didn't I pick really Rob Brown. Well, so
1: no, he didn't but didn't have, you an have
2: like any inkling at all.
0: No, I, okay. I figured, I knew that Jeff Daniels was there, uh, but I couldn't remember Rob Brown and. I know that Troy Loney is like, yeah, Troy Loney has Stanley Cups. Mm-hmm. But like I didn't remember if he had two Stanley Cups. Mm, okay. But uh, he at least one. Right. So, yeah, yeah I just – I based it off of that solely. And okay. Obviously. I just... All right. So, Josh will now ask us a question based on his thrift haul, Bryce. So, the first hat that I got uh, on the thrift haul that we went over was the red brewing hat. And so, we're going into the world of brewing. Okay. To a beer question, and I know that Bryce is a beer boy, mm-hmm. so maybe this is up, more up your alley uh, than hockey. I will say Bryce
1: used to bring fancy beer to thrifty tapings <laughs> back in the day. Well, not back in the day. We've only been doing the show for a couple of years. But he would bring fancy beer, and then he stopped. And then he we... We were spoiled by Bryce. Josh and I spoiled by Bryce. And now we don't get that anymore.
0: Well, and the Bryce, Bryce spoiled the reason because this evening I'm, I happened to not be slumming it. I got a, a good beer that I happened to enjoy. Yeah. And Bryce walked in and he said, oh, you drink good beer? It's beer. Yeah, it's beer. Everybody uh, like, drinks beer, good or yeah, bad it's beer. It's not always high life or occasionally it's been lion's head because it's like $7 for bad. Bad. a lot of them. Yeah, and yeah it's all right. Um, But you know, high life or like I really enjoy Coors Banquet as a slummy beer, one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you 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 said I didn't know you drink good beer, but good beer. So we're going brewing, and this doesn't have to be a good beer or a bad beer. But what I'm asking today is, what is the most popular beer in the world?
1: What is the most popular beer in the world? Okay, hit me first.
0: I'll go first. So, A, good old Budweiser, mm-hmm. B, Tsingtao, I may pronounce some of these incorrectly, and sure. I apologize if I do, uh, and C, Heineken, D, none, none of, the, of above. the above. A, Budweiser, B,
2: Tsingtao,
1: yeah, C, was Heineken? C is Heineken. All right, so I'm going to walk you through my thinking process. I want to say it's Budweiser. That's not my final answer. That's not what I said. Um, I think that it's I – f- I feel like I may be incorrectly putting Budweiser on a pedestal because I live in America. and wasn't Budweiser called America at one point.
0: Uh, it had it, America on the box. It was like a joke, but I don't think Budweiser is even owned by an American company, to be genuine. Yeah. I don't think any of the big beers are owned by American companies anymore.
1: But I'm saying, it, I, I think Budweiser is big here. So I, am I thinking that the life that I live is the world's life? I don't know. Um,
0: What was B again? B is... Uh, s- Sing Tao, Bryce, Sing Tao, you pronounce it better. Yes, yeah. Jing Tao. Jing, Jing Tao? Tao. Okay.
1: Yeah. Jing Tao. Yeah, oh, that would I'm, be I'm,
0: correct. I, I'm so, I'm so. No, bad. it would be Jing
1: because yeah, that's how that's said there. Okay. Um. I'm gonna go with Jing Tao. I'm gonna say the reason why I'm gonna go with that is because you would have to look that name up to write it, or it's the right answer. And I don't think you're looking that name up, so I'm gonna go B. Ching Tao, Bryce. Toddie bases his answer off of me not doing
0: research.
2: <laughs> so, uh, so when you say, do you mean like numbers sold, or do you mean like popularity across the world?
0: No, I mean as far as bottles or cans of beer, as volume, the most popular, not the most well liked. That's not the most popular kid in school. It's the most purchased, the most popular beer in well, the world. Well, see, this is
2: where I, I'm throwing a curveball because I was thinking Qingdao because, like, in There's a- only three options. The Asian countries have, like, a lot of people. So they you do. think a lot of purchases. Sure. But I think Heineken is
1: the answer. So you're going to go with C? Yes.
0: Okay. Well,. I did look these all up. Okay. These are all, all the listed beers are from the, uh, these are all in the top like 10 mm-hmm. of most popular beers, but the answer is actually D, none of the oh, above.
1: Oh, uh, the first question in the game, none of the above. He came with that hot D.
0: I told you I did my research last week. Yeah. Nobody expects the D. Nobody expects the D. Uh, he got none of the above. So, do you guys have any guess as far as what the most popular beer uh, may be? I'll give you a hint. Toddy is in the right area. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: the most popular beer in the world, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't know what to guess. It's none of the above. Sapporo?
0: No, it's actually a beer called Snow. It's a yeah, Chinese I no. It's a Chinese beer oh. that sells for a dollar a liter. That's why it's the most popular because you can get a shitload of it, real Everywhere. cheap. It's not a great beer. It's a it's a gross beer to be honest. I've had one. They're not great. I've had all of these beers and it's the worst out of the four. we I don't we've think listed.
2: I've ever seen seen that beer. No, if, you
0: wouldn't. No. Why you, would you? Why would you see it? It's in a you can get. It's in a green can. It says Snow sideways. Um, it's not, it's, it's not great. Um, I paid $3, $3 imported for a dollar bottle of beer and it's terrible.
1: So we have four wrong answers so far. Nobody has got a right answer. Last episode, Ben Brainiac got all of them. So we have none tonight, boys. So we got to get, we, we have to get something.
0: His
2: name is Ben Brainiac.
0: I I feel good about my next question, but I'm excited. Hit me with the next one. And then I think you're going to, I think my my last one's a softball, so. Okay. So, Bryce,
1: you're going to answer first this time because Josh answered first the time before. Back to the hockey. Goalie Tom Barrasso was on both the 1991 and 1992 teams. Which of these teams did Tom Barrasso never play for? Mm Mm-hmm. Never play for, Tom Barrasso. A, Montreal Canadiens. B, Toronto Maple Leafs. C, St. Louis Blues. Or D, none of the above. Tom Barrasso, which NHL team did he never play for, Canadiens, Maple Leafs, Blues, none of the above? I'm going to say the Blues. The Blues. So C? Mm-hmm. That's Bryce. Bryce is going to go with the St. Louis Blues, number three. Last call is up.
0: I think, and I'm going to look like an ass if this is wrong, but I think I have a memory of Barrasso playing for the Canadians. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the Leafs. I'm going to say Tom Barrasso never played for the Leafs, but I may be wrong. Okay. I'm. I'm is that real- your final? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm going to be wrong at this okay. game a lot, but yeah, that's my final, the Leafs.
1: Tom Barrasso never played for A, the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Yeah. He never played for the Montreal Canadiens. He played nah. for the uh, Islanders, right? Um, I don't know, I don't think so. Oh. I don't think oh, he ever did. That would the be list.
0: Yeah, Barasso. He's trying to flex, he got it wrong, he's like, I know the <laughs> Islanders though, right? No, yeah, and I knew he played at one, but I thought it was the Canadians. I knew he didn't play for both, that's why I went Canadian. But yeah, I I thought it was. Uh, well, that's the thing is o oh for two. You no, know, oh for two. Journeyman, like I could go
1: o oh. for two. That's the thing. I could go zip. There could be zip answers, right? Zip answers so far, by the way. Zip,
0: nobody. This is a tricky game, and I think this is much harder than vintage versus modern ever was. And yep, I'm into it. Yep. So, the the next hat that we went over was yeah. the, the Fort Knox hat. And this Bryce is up first. Yeah. So, Bryce, you're going to get this question first. And I think you may like this because you're a little into the histories. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to go about Fort Knox. It's stored a lot of things. It's had gold in it. They've stored drugs in it for periods of time. But which item has never been stored at Fort Knox? Mm-hmm. A- The Holy Crown of Hungary. B. The Mayflower Compact. C. The Magna Carta. D. None of the above. Oh, (laughs) it's not even directed right at Todd. Well, I mean, I mean, it's
1: gonna—it's directed at me. Bryce just has to answer first. Yeah. So, so so you got the the Fort Knox vintage hat today, and this is a, a question.
0: Reference to Fort Knox. Over periods of time.
1: Read the the A A through D again.
0: So A, the Holy Crown of Hungary. B, the Mayflower Compact. C, the Magna Carta. D, none of the above. I'm going D. Is that
1: your final answer? So D means
0: it's held all of those at some point in time, just to clarify. Yes. You think it's held all of those? Yes. Okay. Okay. Any reasoning behind why no. you think all of those would I have, have been no, stored at Fort Because
2: I have zero, like... I mean, I could have thought, like, the B and C were, like, they're like American, but I don't mm-hmm. know.
0: You think I'm the kind of person who would double up with two none of the aboves to I be believe, extra slippery?
1: I believe you are the type of person yes, to do that. Yes, that's really what I was thinking. And you went D none of the above for the first one. But this is also a meaty
0: one where you would think that maybe I would think that you would do this. See, if both of you think I'm that slippery, though, I'm going to start to question my personality choices mm. and how I'm presenting well, myself I'm to two gonna, of my best friends. Well, here's friends. the
1: thing. I'm not going to answer D, because Bryce did. And Bryce copied answers at least once. Yeah. So oh. I'm not going to just copy his Cheating answer.
0: off of other people's tests. So um, A, the Holy Crown of Hungary, which is the country, not yeah. like you know, a gotcha. Burger hang. the Mayflower Compact, C, the Magna Carta. D, none of the above. And as a hint, it has held other important items throughout history. So whichever you'd like. It's opened in 1935.
1: I'm going to go with A, final answer, A.
0: And so you think I made up the Holy Crown of Hungary and just put it on the list. Yes. But I know nothing of Hungary. Um, And I feel... I feel bad about this, but yeah. you're, you're both wrong.
1: Oh, my God. Fuck. No one got a single thing right the whole episode.
0: Great. Right, what is it? So the Holy Crown of Hungary was stored at Fort Knox. So was the Magna Carta. They never kept the Mayflower Compact, though.
1: The Mayflower Compact. So there was no right answers on this entire segment. In some ways, like, I thought my answer was closer
2: and closer. Because of what I said, you could think that
0: it's well. I mean, you you're. I mean, if we get technical, it was further away because you chose D and Todd chose A and I chose
1: an answer and you chose to deflect.
0: You're well and uh, and distance wise, two out of three were there on my writing. You're further away, but there's a listener out there who banged home every correct answer. So if you got everyone right. Let mm-hmm. us know your magic.
1: Yeah, let us know your magic because we got nothing. You shouldn't be listening to the show if you got them all right. So Vintage versus Modern was a 50-50 game. This, it seems like, is going to be a whole heck of a lot harder, harder. Which is cool. So now when we actually get an answer right, it's going to be like... This up worthy.
0: This ben is, is like really, but deserves a trophy. We should we should get a little thing and yeah. pass it, you know, back and forth yeah. on to Victor's on this. But Ben this killed seems
1: it. Seems like as hard as Trivial Pursuit. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna get and and that's the first time. It's gonna get harder. Oh shit! It's it, gonna get more obscure. Trivial Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit. Well, hey, we already named it.
0: But, but yeah, Mayflower Compact. I I had to make that one up because I was trying to think of a document to sneak in there, and I was like. It already had the Constitution. See? It had the Declaration of Independence. The Bill of Rights is in that, so that's like tricky to do. So the Mayflower Compact is the when you one said
1: I when you said the Mayflower. I w- like it could have been any second word, and yes. I would have believed. Yes,
0: I could have, been like, what's well, a real thing? They yeah. just nobody cared enough about the Pilgrims. We kept those other documents because of like the civil or because of uh, the Cold War and World War Two.
1: Yeah. About Christopher Columbus, right?
0: Yeah, fuck the pilgrims.
1: So that has been another episode of Thrifty Podcast. I want to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Commonwealth Press, cwpress.com. Softest shirts in America. I say that. That's not what they say. It's what I say. If you use promo code thriftypodcast at cwpress.com right now with an order of 50 shirts, you could get 12 For free, that's Commonwealth Press. Also, Alternate Reality uh, by Bluffs. You could check out all Bluffs music now at bluffs.bandcamp.com. Steve Barres, they just spent uh, three four days at my house. Hell of a time! So, Steve, if you're listening, hell of a time with you. Um, But uh, you could check their music out at bluffs.bandcamp.com. Josh, how you feel an episode
0: back? I feel good. Uh, I knew I was going to be disappointing in the game, mm-hmm. but it was still fun. I think it's going to be fun. Nobody going got forward. anything. No, and I don't think we have to. Mm-hmm. It's not about us, it's about everybody and enjoying it. So hopefully, everybody's loving the new game.
1: Mm-hmm. Bryce, we haven't heard from you in a long time. How are you feeling about the first show back? And when can we hear you? Again, are you going to be on soon? Uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. Um, uh, the
2: Wish app, um, Tinder, Grinder, um, you name it.
1: Get roached. Well-